The road we're on is paved in Garth. Come along on the journey. As we explore Garthology. Think of it more as a conversation. I like that. So if this is truly a conversation, then I say let the conversation begin. Hi guys, it's Deb. And I'm Pete. And I'm Jess. Welcome to another episode of Garthology. This is season two, episode 32. And today we will continue our discussion of some interesting information about Garth Brooks. Like I mentioned in season two, episode 31, we searched the internet and found tidbits and facts and interesting little bits. <laughs> and more tids and some more bits. We found the tidbits. We found them all. <laughs> we found the craziest things all about Garth trivia that interested us. And we thought we'd share them with you all and discuss our thoughts on them. So let's go over to Pete to see what he found. All right. Yeah. So actually, one of the first things that caught my eye when I was researching the tidbits of things, I found that Garth and Trisha actually have over 70 songs that they have sang together on between duets and one or the other of them doing background vocals on the other song. And to me, like I was like, damn, that's a lot. That is a lot. Right. I mean, that number seems so darn high. But then you start going through the list between the duets. And if you think about how long they have been together during their careers and how involved Trisha was in the early part. Well, I mean, and now too, I shouldn't say that, but right. especially the in the beginning early, all the for, way till present. Right. I mean, she did background vocals on a lot and we talk about how well they harmonize. I guess when you find something that works that good, you do it 70 plus times. So mm-hmm. That just caught my eye. The number, the number caught my eye. And then the more that I researched it and thought about it and wrote it down, I thought to myself, even then, like going back, that's a lot. 70 plus is a ton. Yeah. Yeah. They estimate that that's like three quarters of his, of his library of songs. Wow. That is a lot. But we've talked about over and over again, like you said, how great their voices sound together. So, I mean, yeah, when you find something that works, you use that. So counting backgrounds and harmonies mm-hmm. i'm sure i'm sure it's well over 70 and you know that was whenever we found it when when we found the fact that it was published so who knows now yeah, on the I, most recent albums I'm sure yeah i looked at that it was in uh, uh april of 2017 when i saw one specific article that was published but here here what this is going to surprise you guys how about sunny and share do you think they sunny and share that's a guy and a girl right yeah okay <laughs> Do you think they got 70 plus songs written together and sang? They sang, right? <laughs> yes. Okay, good. Yes. They bet you they don't have 70 plus songs together? No, I'm sure they didn't. I bet they don't. <laughs> Do you think anybody else does? Maybe not. I, I mean, if you're talking a duet, I mean, not duet in the type of song, but as in two people. Like two separate artists. The same two people singing background vocals. or The Carpenters. I'd have to look up how many songs the Carpenters did together. That was a brother-sister team, and they had whole albums Mm. together. Yeah, but I mean, if you look at separate artists, though, 
Like not a group that was singing True. together. I see what you're saying. So the, technically Carpenters would be considered a group. Right. Sonny and Cher were yeah. two individuals. So right. yeah, I get that. Yeah. I bet you Tom and Jerry don't have 70 plus <laughs> cartoons together, okay? <laughs> I grew up on Tom and Jerry cartoons. They absolutely have more than 70. <laughs> what about the Coyote and the Roadrunner? <laughs> Bullwinkle and Rocky or whatever his name was. That is their name. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> 70's a lot, guys. It is. It is a lot. Yes. Well, so that now I'm in this rabbit hole of finding things with Garth, right? I got these links. One that I thought was a great story, and I know that probably a lot of people uh, know it, but I just wanted to retouch it. Maybe some people don't. And I, I was surprised that Deb didn't know, but... Yeah, I didn't. So we all know how much Chris Ledoux means to Garth Brooks. Chris was even mentioned in the song Much Too Young. Unfortunately, Chris got liver cancer, and Garth tried to donate a portion of his liver to Chris. They were not an exact match, and that didn't work. But Chris was unable to find a donor and had the match and the surgery done. Unfortunately, in 2005, Chris passed after he lost his battle with cancer a second time. And I know that that's a shitty story, and it sucks, but I thought that that was pretty cool that Garth would go to that extent to try to help somebody that meant that much to him. And um, we all, God bless Chris That It's the craziest thing. I was doing this research. I uh, played golf today, uh, you know, and... Surprise, surprise. <laughs> there was a Ford truck in front of me when I was getting on the freeway. And uh, there was a, a sticker on the back middle of the windshield. And there was a rodeo rider on the back of a, a, a horse. And it said, God bless Chris Ledoux. <gasps> oh, I love that. And I was like, oh, man. And, and then, uh, you know, I knew I had the, this research written up. But God bless Chris Ledoux and God bless Garb Books for trying. You know, that was pretty cool. So uh, I thought that that was pretty cool. I love that. I love that he would do that. I think that probably for anybody in his life, anybody important to him, he, you know, he would give a kidney or a portion of his liver. Yeah, he would try. Par- portion of his liver. I started to say, or his liver. <laughs> Don't give the whole liver. We have two kidneys, right? We have two yes. kidneys. You so can we can give, give a full kidney. one of those away? Yes. 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 Man, the body is a weird thing. <laughs> And the liver part actually grows back, doesn't it? Yeah. That's what I thought. So there you go. You Can Can I sell mine? Yeah, you'd have to be a man. <laughs> Somebody's going to need it. <laughs> uh, so getting back to Garth. Yeah, that is it. In a lot of ways, so I didn't know this story and st- until we started researching these interesting little tidbits about him and searching for stuff on the internet. And... In a lot of ways, I was shocked, but not surprised if that can, if that makes any Mm -hmm. sense, because it does seem exactly like something Garth would do. Yeah. To try to give of himself to someone he cared about. That's just, God, it's another reason why I have absolutely no problem spending my time doing a podcast about Garth Brooks, because- I think that any little bit I can give out into the universe to talk about him is well worth it for the person that he is. Yeah. You're absolutely right. And, you know, on some of the research that I did, it wasn't like Garth hemmed and hawed about the decision to do it. Garth found out that's what Chris needed. And Garth said, take mine or part of mine or a quarter of it or whatever it was, (laughs) but take it and let's get this done. Let's make this man okay. And again, I think that it just speaks high volumes of of who the man Garth Brooks really is. Yeah. Yeah. So let's go to something a little bit funnier and a little bit more weird. And one that I hemmed and hawed about myself personally about if I was going to bring it up. But um, 
So I find a link that says Garth is obsessed with brushing his teeth and that he's known <laughs> to have over 80 toothbrushes in his house at any time. Like, okay. God, I hope this is true. Oh, please. I, I mean, I get always having a stare, right. but 80? Like, okay. Yes, Louise. So I know that this information is going to be hard to find, but at some point, Sometime in my life before I die, I need to find out two things. Number one, how big does your damn house have to be to hold 80 toothbrushes that are not currently in the way? Oh, we're having family over. Great. Go load up 40 toothbrushes from the kitchen drawers and put them in the closet. Yeah. 80 toothbrushes. You know, I'm just saying, hashtag ask Garth. Right? Oh, I'm going to do this one. Because 79 just isn't enough. Samantha and uh, you guys, hashtag you guys better be ready. I'm doing it. So, okay, where do you keep 80 toothbrushes? And then, are they all open and being used? Or, like, are there 80 toothbrushes because he buys them in large quantity from Costco? And then throws them in a closet and then uses one a week. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Oh, so maybe he doesn't like to reuse them for right. Very long. Ma- you maybe know, he like changes them. Off. Yeah. Maybe it's good for a week. And maybe he's an extra soft guy like me. Bristles go bad after a week. You throw it out. You open up a new one. Okay. That's okay. I mean, still a little excessive if you ask me, but okay. <laughs> and and I need to know the toothpaste company he uses because if he's brushing his teeth enough to have eighty toothbrushes, I want to invest in that toothpaste company. <laughs> They'll You're never go bankrupt. Stock. Absolutely. I, Seriously. I knew that's where you were going. They'll never go broke. <laughs> I just hope this is true. I want this so badly to be true because, you know, everybody should care about their teeth. So if Garth cares that much about his teeth, I say more power to him. Yeah. He should do a PSA. <laughs> right. <laughs> Nine out of ten <laughs> dentists <health>. agree. <laughs> you should have yeah. 80 toothbrushes at any given time in your house. <laughs> and brush your teeth seven times a day. <laughs> like, I mean, like here's the thing, right? Garth is as cowboy as cowboy comes. I don't know if any cowboy brushes teeth. There's a lot of cowboys don't brush their, time one, their teeth one time a day. But 80 <laughs> toothbrushes? Wowza. <laughs> he'd have to have, when he goes on tour or, you know, leaves for an overnight dive bar show or something, he'd have to have his suitcase. own suitcase full of just toothbrushes. <laughs> I, I'm doing it. I'm doing it, Ask Garth. I'm doing it. <laughs> I can't wait. And this one is so off the wall. I want to see it. It needs to be a video, too. You can't hashtag this on Twitter and just type it. You I'm going to hold as many toothbrushes as I can. I'm going to do like this. I'm going to have my cowboy hat and yes. my guard shirt on. Yes. And I'm going to ask hashtag and Samantha. <laughs> I want this video right <gasps> now. <laughs> I pray it happens. I pray he answers this question. I need to know. I will give you a dollar if you record and post that video. And if it get answered, how much? Another dollar. I'm in. Two dollars <laughs> is two dollars more than what I have right now. I'm in. All right. It's a deal. You all heard it here. I'm in. All right. Let's hit your last little tidbit. What do you got for us? Okay. So I thought that this one was pretty cool. We all know the story early on in Gar's career when he was working selling boots while trying to become, you know, the Garth Brooks of who he is today. And when he went to Nashville, obviously one of the big things is he wanted to be a songwriter. That was like a big thing. 
So he was always thinking of ideas to to, you know, of song lyrics. And one thing I found out when he wrote Not Counting You in the 90s, he actually wrote that song while selling cowboy boots to customers. And I thought to myself, man, that's pretty cool. Like I found on the Internet, he would be thinking of lyrics, have a customer come in, have to remember the lyrics that he was thinking while getting to know that customer, that customer's boot size and their style to then make the sell on the boots get them cashed out, run back and jot down those lyrics <laughs> without forgetting them. And then before you know it, he actually came up with the song, not counting you, which ended up being, you know, we, I, we recovered it. Or we covered it in the past album, like a really good hit for him. I think it peaked, you know, number two or something like that. And just to think that all of that came from upstairs while being able to multitask with customers, run back, jot down. And I just like thought to myself, I know how sidetracked I get with what I do, let alone trying to remember song lyrics in my head while still trying to do it with customers. Like I thought, man, that's that's a good multitasker right there. I thought it was pretty neat. <laughs> yeah. I just picture him running back and forth like, oh, I have this lyric. Don't forget. Don't don't forget the lyric. Don't forget the lyric. <laughs> hey, I got to write something down. Do you need this receipt? Hold on one second. Jot that down. <laughs> Well, you know, it's the worst, just anything you think of. And you're like, oh, I'm going to remember that or I'm going to remember to do that or whatever. And then two seconds later, you're like, what was that? What was that thing that I? Yeah. And like trying to remember a whole line or even a specific word that you wanted to put in a song. There had to have been a time or two where he got back and got ready to write something down and was like, Right. That was an amazing line. And now it's gone. And, it's gone. And, and you hope that what you remember to put in its place is just as good yes. or better. And then how many times, like, you know, we don't know now, right? But how many times could it have been better? Or could it have been a lot worse remembering or not forgetting what you were what you were thinking, right? I mean, it can go either way. So Right. It's true. But it would have been different regardless. For better or worse, it would have been different. And actually, I'm going to correct you. I think, so you said the 90s, but... Yeah. Wouldn't it have been like late 80s? Because didn't he signed with Capitol in 88? Right. But so, I, everything I found said the 90s because I thought to myself, like, yeah. why was he still working? And maybe, maybe the, maybe the, I looked at two different articles from two links. Both went back to, um, it was the same, not the same article exactly, but the same company that posted an article or like a like hy- hydro leak or whatever they're called. Right. And right. it both said the 90s. So, I mean, it could be wrong. 80s probably. Yeah. It, to me, it makes, because I question myself too, but that's what I saw. And um, yeah, it said when he was selling cowboy boots in the 90s. Hmm. So we know it's 80s or late 80s. It may have been like 89, like because maybe yeah. he didn't completely give up his job until. Or you know what though? I know that Not Counting You came out in the 90s for sure, because I think it was January 1990 is when it peaked on the. Uh, where when it came out, I think that album was released in January in 1990. Yeah. At any rate, that was just, I just wanted to throw that out there yeah. in case anybody, you know, heard that and wanted to write in. Yeah. I'm sure it's late 80s, early 90s. It's one of those. Yeah. Regardless of the fact the man was writing songs and selling cowboy boots. Right? That's amazing. Yeah. If that didn't say cowboy with 82 brushes, I don't know what does. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think that probably wraps up our discussion of interesting Garth tidbits. I just want to go on record to say I'm not making fun of you, Garth, about the 80 toothbrushes. I really want to know if this is true. <laughs> well, you're going to do an Ask Garth and find out. For two whole dollars. <laughs> so to all you Garthologists out there, if you find any other interesting Garth tidbits that you want us to know about, be sure and send them to us on one of our social media accounts. 
Don't forget to check out our website for pictures and links we've discussed in past episodes, as well as other bonus material. And remember to hit subscribe on our podcast on your podcast platform of choice. If you listen to Garthology on Apple Podcasts, stop by there now and give us a rating and write up a quick review to let us know how we're doing and to encourage others to listen. Be sure and share us with your friends in low places so they can become Garthologists too. Yeah, and speaking of friends in low places, if you guys are on social media and you would like to follow and help us out, uh, we would greatly appreciate it. If you're on Facebook, we're at facebook.com backslash GarthologyCast. And if you'd like to use Twitter and Instagram, we are at both of those at GarthologyCast. We appreciate the time that you guys take to share and tweet and respond and direct messages on those platforms. Um, we look forward to talking with more of you guys in the future. So if you guys can get involved there, we would greatly appreciate it. Thank you guys. Be sure to join us for our next episode of Garthology. That will be season two, episode 33, and will be available on your podcast platform of choice on December 17th. Until then, this has been season two, episode 32 of Garthology. And I'm Deb. I'm Pete. And I'm Jess, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Bye, everybody. And Garth tried to donate his liver to Chris Ledoux. Part of, part of his liver. He can't give up the whole thing. <laughs> no, if Garth's going to do it, he's going to go all the way. He'll work through it. He'll work through it. God damn it. All right, we're going to start our fucking show. He can carry on with no liver. Why, be you, fine. why can they let you give it up if you need it? Like, that's dumb. Well, here. Because you can give up a lobe of your liver. Well, I thought she said I was going to say something else. Like, what? Nope. Don't want to do that. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> he thinks I'm laughing at him and he's laughing. Is he laughing? Bo's laughing. You're laughing. <laughs> Gee, <Lily. Yeah. laughs> he thinks I'm laughing at him. I'm trying to get him his pacifier. <laughs> 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 <laughs>